So we are on part two of this episode, this message of talking about why husbands should, sorry, let me rephrase this. It is right and good for husbands to be the primary initiators of sex in marriage. So if you haven't listened to the first episode, we'd invite you to go back, listen to that, because I'm sure your feathers are already ruffled and we can kind of smooth some of those out for you. Uh, as well as present the truth uh, of, the, of the situation. And we acknowledge some of the elephants in the room. But today, once we get to the other side, we are going to be talking about why men are built to be the leaders in mm. the home and why this should also include the area of intimacy. Okay. Cause you're going to want to go check out last week's, we talked about pitfalls to avoid the reality about sex and what it actually is and why husbands don't feel like they can initiate. Okay. And how, women and wives can be partly to blame for that possibly so go back and check out that other episode and once you've done that join us for this episode on the other side selena this is one of those episodes where i just hope people can hear our hearts and hear the truth and not get hung up on Maybe well, why? how does he get to say that? What does he mean by that? Does he know about my situation? What about this? What about that? Yes, yes we are, we we're, are. we're being risk takers here. So when you, when you have a podcast, uh, you kind of have to speak to the general truths given an ideal scenario. And we're doing that here. That, yeah, if you have a what about in your mind, write in. Go to fiercemarriage.com slash ask and give us your what about. What about this? What about, what about that? Like what that? about what our about? marriage? So- Last time we ended with pitfalls to avoid. I think those are worth recapping here just quickly. Okay. Um, and this will maybe keep some listeners a little bit longer. Um, we talk about initiating. Okay. One of the things that I expressed in the last episode, and I'll say it again here, is I don't like the, whatever for whatever reason, a lot of married couples fall into this idea of husbands should, should be asking. For sex. For sex. As if, uh, I, use, I use the analogy as if you have the cookie jar- the wife has the cookie jar. Husband and, wants a cookie. And I want a cookie. <laughs> and I just, if I'm good enough, if I'm a good boy, mama will give daddy a cookie. <laughs> it's just too much. I just can't handle it. But how, like what? I don't, we don't think this is how God designed sex to be. Well, because what does it do is it becomes a transactional thing. Right. And it, it, it devalues what it, what sex is. Because I think we've been taught in our culture to, to, been conditioned, Sex I think. Sex is, is purely physical. It's right. something that I'm asking for a physical action from you right. because I have a physical desire. Right. When and in reality, sex is so much more. And go back and listen to the last, to the last episode. But God basically created we said this, it for so much more. Yes. And the primary thing within a marriage that sex is, is it's, it's covenant renewal. You have your covenant sign, which is your ring, your wedding ring, which says we are in fact married together. This is a sign that we are husband and wife. Mm -hmm. Then you have the seal of that covenant, which is I'm now giving myself body, soul, and spirit to you. Mm -hmm. I will to become one flesh through the act of consummating that marriage. From now on, whenever we have intimacy again, we have sex again, mm -hmm. it's always a covenant renewal. I'm still yours. You right. are still mine. Right. And we are still one flesh. And this, this covenant is still here, still governing us. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when I think I have to ask you for it, say, you know, Selena, do you think maybe later if, uh, if, uh, you're, uh, I don't know if you aren't too tired later, then maybe, uh, I don't know. I'm just thinking theoretically, maybe, <laughs> right. maybe we could do uh, I don't know. Just okay, we kind okay. of have sex later. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm dragging it on because I'm trying to make the point. Right. Or, you know, and, and so you're the gatekeeper as opposed to, and here's where we get into what this will actually look like. A husband initiating sex says, I'm not going to ask you for it, but here's what I'm going to say. We need to be close tonight. Yeah. And you're not being demanding about it. I think we need to be intimate tonight. And this is what husbands and wives do. And I love you. And I, and I desire you in, in the right ways. But not only, it's not just about me, it's because this is what our covenant. Yes. You know, you see what I'm saying? You're seeing the needs of both people. You're seeing the desires of your wife. You're keeping her, you're showing her through how you're approaching and initiating, not approaching. You show me in your initiation that you care for me. It is initiating does not mean it's just you. It's not a solo thing. It's a, it's a, I'm leading us. You use the, the game analogy. You, you're putting the game on the table. You're saying, hey, I want to play this game with you because we need to play this game and I love you and I love playing it with you. So let's. And it's good for us to play an this analogy. game. And it's this game good is for a us. gift from God. And this game is something that. It, <laughs> Sex it, is not a game, people. Okay. That's not what we're saying. So. Yes. That's kind of the, the quick overview of what we talked about last week. Now, one of the pitfalls is that uh, initiating doesn't mean being demanding. Right. I'm not setting the game on the table saying you will play, play this or I'm going to throw a hissy fit or I'm going to hold you emotionally hostage and I'm going to be a a huge jerk or whatever. Mm -hmm. So that's not what initiating is. Also initiating doesn't mean that anything goes. It doesn't give, I'm not saying that husbands disregard. Yeah. Like one of the things we said last week was a wife's needs and a husband's needs because a wife can initiate too. I've said Mm -hmm. primary initiator, not only initiator. Right. Not so but uh, the the other's needs are always in view. Yeah. I'm not going to propose playing the game if you're in the middle of cooking dinner, right? Because you're like, no, I'm cooking dinner right now. Yeah. And I'm not saying that you would propose initiating sex while you're cooking dinner necessarily. You might. But the point is, is timing matters and the situation reading matters the room, and reading yeah. the room matters. And yeah. a, a loving husband and a loving wife will take that into consideration Absolutely. when initiating. So it doesn't mean anything goes. Uh, it doesn't mean any time goes, but n- nor does anything go. Meaning that I am always looking to love you more, mm-hmm. not use you for my own pleasure. Right. And so meaning that everything in bed must be done in a spirit of love and purity. Mm-hmm. Now, people might have questions like, well, what is that? Like, well, what are the boundaries around that? and... Sorry, I don't mean to roll my eyes, but I feel like if you're asking that kind of question, you're already in the wrong space. <laughs> like, I don't think so because there's stu- there's stuff okay, that true. So I, there's I, things that are unknown. We'll but when you're this. trying to, should I say what the boundaries are? I might as well just say them <laughs> because Go I ahead. feel like there's yeah. universal boundaries. Sure. Uh, okay, and, the the overarching thing is everything must be done in a spirit of purity and edification. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm never going to do anything that degrades or causes pain. In sex, like, mm-hmm. and, and a wife should and you're never, never going to force her. the partner to do anything they don't yes. want to do. Yes. That's not, you can't do those things in the spirit of love and edification. Mm-hmm. You cannot. Um, so that would take, take away, well, that takes away this, but also I think God's law, I know God's law takes away this. Sodomy is not an option. Mm-hmm. Not an option. Don't even ask. Don't even try. Don't even think about it. It's wrong. And then never bring any third party into the situation. What I mean, what I mean by that, I'm not just talking about, bringing a physical, you know, another person that's wrong through, yeah, which is wrong. Things like, uh, pornography. Some people would ask, you know, is it okay for us to, if we agree to view pornography during sex, if it helps move things along, not okay. Don't bring them in. Also any sort of toys that would be made in the image of, you know, so you have some toys that are made that are meant to look like sexual organs. Those are made in the image of somebody. Hmm. 
don't bring them in. Mm. Not okay. Not okay. Th- 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 those are the boundaries that I, that I can see. So the edification, uh, is sodomy, the image of anybody or anything mm-hmm. that would, you know, somehow bring a third party into the situation, right. pictures, videos, otherwise, aside from those things, God has given you right. a beautiful playground yeah. <laughs> within which to right. enjoy yourselves yeah. together. Mm-hmm. I'll leave it at that. Okay. So finally, we're 10 minutes in and we're talking about the point of this episode for part two here is that men are built to be leaders yes. in the home. So why wouldn't this include initiating intimacy? Right. So Again, a, go ahead. you said it's the primary responsibility. It's not the solo responsibility. So w- women, wives also have the ability to initiate uh, sex. And you were going to go into some of the tangible benefits yeah. Of this, of well, what are the tangible benefits? Yeah, what are the tangible benefits of a husband initiating? Is that oftentimes, not all the time, no, but oftentimes, speaking. <laughs> how dare you speak generally? What about? This is not the what about. <laughs> often, oftentimes, the husband has the greater drive. Yeah, and so if he, so like if someone's hungry all the time, <laughs> like and you're not hungry, and we're like say we're hiking. Yeah, and. You're gonna, I don't want you just starving all the time if you're hungry. Like, tell me you're hungry so we can stop carry and we can all my have a snacks. Snack. <laughs> I can give mama a cookie. <laughs> so if the husband has the greater drive, this this makes sure that that's cared for. Right. It's not wrong to have a, a sex drive. Nope. It's loving to fulfill it's that. It's wrong to fulfill that sex drive anywhere outside else. Outside of marriage. Yes, your marriage. Okay. So it's t- another tangible benefit is it clears up much miscommunication. If the husband's waiting for the wife to initiate and mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? I was so nice to you. I bought you flowers. I called you. <laughs> I sent you a text message. We were romantic all day long and you just went to bed. Well, you're like, I didn't, I didn't know. Like, oh, I just thought you were going to be nice to so, me. But why Finally. No, but, kidding. But see, why is that, <laughs> <laughs> so, but why is that weird? Or why does the husband feel like now that somehow he's just going to expect his wife right. to read his mind? Right. I put the quarters in. Why don't I get the price? <laughs> and we're here to say like initiating is another That's way to love initi- yeah. your spouse. Yeah. Um, so the, did everybody hear point, that? I just want to say initiating is another way to love your spouse. It's not, yeah a bulldozer doing whatever, whenever demanding, whatever, whenever it it is a way of loving your spouse. So I just want to make sure everybody hears that because I don't, we're going to get some write-ins that didn't hear that. Well, then bring it it on. We'll we'll hopefully be able to help those too. Um, So this alleviates now the wife from having to read her husband's mind. Like Mm -hmm. I said, it helps the husband and not wondering when he will get another cookie. Mm -hmm. Like I've talked to a lot of guys who are like, yeah, man, we, Last month was great. We had sex twice and I'm just waiting like for the next time because you know, that'll be great. Like, brother, <laughs> go talk to your wife. Initiate this. Well, and yeah, this. And so we're trying to give you the, the, the vocabulary to say as a husband, to say to your wife, wife, I love you. Mm-hmm. Marriage is good. Our covenant is good. Sex is covenant renewal. It's okay to say these things. I want good to reminders. renew my covenant yeah. with you yep. because I love you. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> in Let's a do it together. Way. And not in, not in this like, you owe me this. Yeah. Like that's not what it's we're talking about. It's a heart issue. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 
And it's relieving for the wife in, in a lot of ways. Like when you're saying, when you say, Hey, we need to be intimate. It's always, almost always, because I know he knows me and we have a timing thing. It's like, I know that he, he, he knows and I, he knows that I know. And so this is just, yes, great. You said it, we're going to do it. Awesome. Like, right, cause a lot of times you're articulating what both of you, what you're smelling. Right. <laughs> Really? That's it's we like went. someone's in the room. There's a, there's something. It's like, yeah, we we're smelling the same elephant. thing. How about elephant? Okay. Well, <laughs> oh, you smell the elephant. No. <laughs> so this, it, and so it, it, ultimately ahead. it reinforces the role of you, husband, the head of our home. When you're leading well, like things will go well. Like you're no. leading us in this. You're putting the game out here. You're saying, Hey, the cookies are out here. Let's let out. We all want cookies, right? <laughs> And we got as many cookies as we want and they're calorie free. They actually burn calories. So it's good. It is good. The husband should be initiating and initiating and being the husband. I mean, go to, go to Ephesians five. Husbands are to love their wives sacrificially. Initiating sex is not something that is outside of that, right? You are loving. If you're loving me sacrificially, you're going to initiate in a loving sacrificial way. So that's key. That's key because you can also initiate in a very selfish way. And so it's just like, I you wouldn't could even love, call it initiate. I'd call it manipulating. Just like, like you could love in a selfish way too. And I can serve you in a selfish way. Is it way. loving them? Is it, is it? Okay. That's but that's what we're trying to say. I is agree. Okay. Everything. Okay. Before the, the whatabouts, everything is right. done in a spirit of love. If I'm initiating because I love you, not because I'm just trying to flex some way to get what I want out of you. Right. Not love. Right. Not love. Yeah. But if I'm initiating <clears throat> saying, I want to alleviate this question in our minds right. and say, we've talked about this day of the week being a day that we are aiming for. Here's what I see on the horizon. Kids are tired. Uh, we're going to go do this, that, or the other thing. We're going to come home. They're going to, here's the deal. We're gonna, when we get home, we're going to give them dinner and then I'm going to tell them to clean up the table. <laughs> and then I'm going to say, go, you can watch a movie and me and you will go upstairs and it'll be fine. Yeah. Is that okay with you? Do, do, do you, do you feel like that's a good plan? You'll say, okay. Yeah. And is that a relief or is that, cause no. otherwise it's like, you know, it's the day you're supposed to somehow fit it no, in. Because it feels when. like everybody's trying to make, there's too many chiefs trying to make simple decisions and it gets all out of whack. So well, it's and like, you've got things like babies who are like take the lead and are unpredictable or yeah. you've got other issues and yep. things. So that's husband what we're talking about. lovingly lead your wife, wife, be relieved that your husband is leading and taking the initiative so, and jump on board. So these so are you why can jump on him. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> you just, you just never stop surprising I me. Know. <laughs> so we've talked about pitfalls to avoid. We've talked about, about, uh, why men are built to be leaders in the home. Uh, we didn't really be glossed over that. Well, um, I want to say, I think, uh, may correct me if I'm wrong, but be learning. I mean, learning to be a submissive wife is also for men. It's learning to be a leader, right? Like, I don't think that you just arrive at these, when you get married, you're not just automatic. I'm not automatically submissive and you're not automatically a leader. Like these are things we, these are areas we grow into mm. and we see this, through intimacy, right? Yeah. We see this through you, you know, leading our home and setting the climate spiritually of like, we are Christians, we go to church, we are Christians, we do this, we are believers of God, we do this. And so sex and intimacy doesn't fall outside of that. It is mm. very much within that, those bounds. That's, it's true and revolutionary if you actually believe that and yeah. implement that in your marriage. So um, I guess there's, there's room to grow is what I'm saying. I don't want yeah. to just put pressure on like, you should be these things. You need to do these things. Well, we grow into them 
uh, within the sanctity and the covenant of our marriage, right? This is, this is where we get sanctified. This is where we, yeah. you learn and you've grown into becoming a man, you know, ideally, yes, you're a man getting married, but young Ryan, young 20 year old Ryan is not the same as oh. the silver Fox we see before uh. us now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I have like seven silver hairs. <laughs> and I love every I'm one of them. I'm working on getting more. Every one of them. Um, so you're one, built and wired for it. Yeah. So we talked about men being the leaders in the home and, and I appreciate what you just said. And one distinction I do want to make, cause this is a pushing back a little bit. And when I, when I speak to men, this is one of the things I say to them mm. is that there's this idea of servant leadership that I think has done a lot of damage mm. in, in the household. And here's what I mean by that. We are supposed to lead. Yes. Excuse me. We are supposed to serve. Yes. Absolutely. Husband. Yes. But here's the thing. Christ, Christ served, but he was not a servant. And what I mean by that, Christ was always Lord. He was always King, but he was a King who chose to serve. He was a King, a Lord who chose to serve. Now, husbands are leaders who are called to serve, not servants who are called to lead. Mm-hmm. Say that again. It's good. Husbands are leaders who are called to serve and not servants who are called to lead. And so we, we lead by serving mm-hmm. in the gospels. When Jesus washed the disciples feet, he says, now do this unto one another. Did he ever at one point stop being the Christ? Did he ever at one point stop being the King? Mm-hmm. No, he served as King. And so I'm saying as husbands, we are called to be heads. And one of the ways that we are heads in our household is by serving by doing the actions of a servant while having the the responsibilities of a head mm-hmm. and while have, and all that responsibility, which, which includes loving sacrificially leading, leading, which means, you know, basically being the, the provider, the protector, your hands are on the, the, the steer of that ship, right? Like, not mine. Like yours are, and God and, will hold and, you accountable. And for I it. will take responsibility for this household. Yes. And, and that, in, and so I think a lot of guys will, will approach their marriage and say, I am a servant to my wife say, well, you serve your wife, but you are not a servant. Mm. You are a head. Mm-hmm. And that, that involves serving. Right. And that involves dying. Right. That involves being sacrificial, but <clears throat> do not make a mistake. Like a servant will not be held accountable for his household. The head will be held accountable for his household. Yes. yes. And that head is in, in, in the gospel is called to serve as our head. Christ has served us through dying, but mm. he is still King. And so I just want to make that, that clear distinction as you're thinking through this, this is one way that you can serve mm. your your spouse is by understanding that this all comes together. We've gotten a little bit off on a, on a tangent, but it's worth reinforcing. So we talked about how men are built to be leaders, and this is one way. Why wouldn't leadership include mm-hmm. this subject, intimacy? Um, so I want to get into some tangible ways to initiate, and I found these to be very helpful as I've worked through these. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just you, no. <laughs> well, sorry. You have. No, As we've worked through this But together. no, this has been very, we talked about this, it's been very helpful. So the last few minutes here, were, this will be really helpful. Yeah. So here's just some really tangible things. So say something like this, wife, I think you and I should be intimate tonight. It's not like we have to do this. You owe this to me. It's Your tone, your timing, everything matters in that you're lovingly saying I think we should be intimate tonight. And I can tell that you are loving me in that initiative. And of course, initiative. layer it in things like, hey, I love you. And I think we should be intimate tonight. Yeah. Or I think we should take this moment while we have a chance mm-hmm. to be intimate. Mm-hmm. And whatever your marriage vernacular is, we tend to say things like, let's be close. Let's mm-hmm. be intimate. 
mostly it's let's let's take some time yeah. that sort of thing yeah um let's have some cookies together <laughs> no but i i like actual cookies so i don't want to be mistaking yeah i'll have peanut butter cookie and you're like okay <laughs> because, you know our new our new secret phrase could be you want to have some calorie free cookies later there ways to initiate first uh, one <laughs> um I, you, I love you and I really want to be close with you mm-hmm. because I love you. Mm-hmm. When do you think is the best time for that to happen? So it's not a bulldozing. Yeah. It's not a, I don't care what's on your Agenda. mind for the day. Yeah. <laughs> but like, do you think tonight? I think tonight's a good night. I think tonight's a good night. Yeah. We're due. Um, another thing is, so that's, I want to be close with you or I want to feel close. I love you and I want to feel close with you and I, I enjoy you and I want yeah. Sex is, it can be, it's a, it's not it can be a very comforting thing, right? It can be a very, uh, we talk about covenant renewal. It can be a, a, a joyful mm. thing. It can be a comforting thing. It can be a, a very unifying, like bringing us back together. So we feel close. We feel like one and not two, because I think you just kind of drift apart. Um, so all of these types of phrases are very encouraging, at least for a wife, for me to hear of like, I want to be with you. I want not, Hey, time, <laughs> you know, or here's another proactive way to say it. When's the best time today for us to be close? I think that's really important. Yeah. Like when, when will work the best for us for this inevitable thing today, to happen? I've taken the initiative today is when it's happening. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Right. What about if you got kids, Ryan, what do you do? Well, <laughs> I mentioned the example earlier. I think it was in this, ep- this week and not last week, but, um, this, this to me was like life hack moment. <laughs> Once our kids got to a certain age and we're sitting at the dinner table and I, and you didn't see this coming. You remember? So the first time I did this, I was like, this is, this is the way to do it. That's what I thought to myself. Surprised yourself, huh? As we're sitting there at the dinner table, our oldest is is 10 now. Our youngest just turned one. So you can put, fill in the ages in there. And here's what I said. We had just done family worship. We had finished up. You know, the kids are kind of antsy to go play and they want to maybe watch a cartoon. Everybody's happy and fed and gotten some. Yeah. And the baby's happy. She's had a nap and I could read the situation. I'm looking at my wife and, and we had actually, I think been maybe even arguing a little bit. Well, because you're often malfeasant. (laughs) Yes, it's true. (laughs) And we were coming back together and we were, we were finding our way back Mm -hmm. and you were kind of reading me. And you're well, because you're funny. <laughs> because a lot of times, because I am the I'm the one that like it takes me longer to come around, and I'm yes. Selena's like, hey, I don't care about that thing that happened. We're good. And I'll be like, really but, good. But at you com- raised your voice at me, for better or for worse. <laughs> that, that is me. But anyway, you're kind of reading me, and I'm trying to be. You know, I'm not trying to be like out of it, but I'm still emotionally kind of out of it because I'm like trying to figure my way around, and. <laughs> And I just looked at the kids. I said, all right, kiddos, family worship's good. I want older girls. I want you to clean up the, that's our normal thing. And you clear the table, just put the dishes in the sink. Um, uh, and then, you know, Lou, our, our four-year-old Lou, you're going to go up and clean up the living room. They need this sort of instruction. Just pick up some pillows. Those sorts right. of things. <laughs> so after that, tasks. you girls can go into the schoolroom. You can watch a show and mommy and dad are going to go have some time together. And you looked at me, you're like, oh, you just said it. Like, we're going to go upstairs. And we're going to have some time. And they're like, great show. We don't care what's happening other than that. (laughs) Take care of your sister. Keep everybody safe. Yeah. And here's the rule. Like, do not. Don't come up unless somebody's bleeding, basically. No. And so, uh, and, and there's been times they're like, well, why, why do you have to go upstairs? We're like, it's, you don't need to know. Like it's none of your, not your concern. (laughs) Well, why? 
I just gave you your answer. What else do you need to know? <laughs> like, You're the parent. It's, yeah. Like, I don't, you got to explain yourself. I don't owe you an explanation. Yeah. Um, and I'm telling you like that there's something beautiful about saying like, this is, this, this is an inevitable thing. Taking the initiative. Yeah. It was a beautiful life hack that we are using more often. Yeah. In yeah. the season that we're in. And you may, and you'll have to read that for your own household. And of course, you know, all this, um, what's, what's the word? Do you want to keep discretion up? Like we don't want to make light of these things, right. but it's like, listen, kids, mom and dad have something to, to tend to mm-hmm. our covenant renewal. <laughs> you, that's all you need. Not even that, but like yeah. what you're invited to do is to be kids in this yeah. household, which means any number of kid things, <laughs> reading books, playing, yeah. Enjoying yourselves. You're not invited into this moment yeah. and that's good and that's, that's okay. And and you have to read the situation in your own household and create that culture. Um, anyway, does that sound? Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to spot just for two minutes. I want to talk about the wife's response. I know this has been like husband initiate, husband lead, husband, all this stuff. Now, there's a couple of responses when a husband initiates, you know, and he learns to do it well. I think we have to give each other grace as you grow into these abilities, right? These skills. I think initiating is, is somewhat of a, a learned, uh, skill, I guess is the best word for it. Um, learning how to love each other well in that. So ultimately if I see when, when I see you and I've seen you grow in this, and I think that has changed my response and my affections of it's never been a like, Hey, I really need you right now. It's never been, I mean, maybe there's moments of like, it's been a while. We just, we really need to connect, but most of the time, and I think you've just grown in your ability to articulate, Hey, I love you. I want to be close to you. You're my wife. These are good things. These are good desires. It's good for us to want each other. It's good for us to do this often, you know? And so I see that as you, you know, fighting for our unity, seeking, uh, strength for our covenant. Um, you're showing me that you love me and I want to respond and love you back and love you well. So, you know, our general rule is like, if you're asking, then I'm accepting. If I'm asking, you're always accepting, (laughs) but no is kind of the exception. We don't say no to each other often. Um, and if there is a no, it's usually legitimate and it's a very well received from both sides of like, yeah, I was kind of wondering if this was an option and I get it. Like, yeah, let's wait. And it'll usually be prefaced with something like that. Like, Hey, I know that this is the situation. However, I wanted to float this idea of playing this game tonight. Yeah. (laughs) So, but what about the question? Yeah. What, what about if, what if my husband, what if husband or wife wants sex every day? What about that? Well, we're here to tell you there are people out there, Christians that love each other and that is just a part of their daily routine. Yeah. I mean, there's, and they, it is not a routine not, thing, but it is a routine thing. If you know are, what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. And to say what Selena just said in another way is that, yeah, there are couples that have sex every day mm-hmm. and it's, it's as sure as brushing their teeth. Yep. And it's not like a, Oh, a 30 day challenge or a seven day challenge no. or we're going to no. It's like, that's just what they do. And you know what? I say more power to them. Mm-hmm. I, that is not the Fredericks <laughs> and that's okay because if you're in a you place of health, just can't keep up, honey. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I can only hydrate so much. No. Anyways, um, it, 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 the point is health. Okay. Yeah. The point is that you are going to unity be, and and unit. Yes, and being able to communicate about these things in a way that is going to build up your marriage and yeah. renew your covenant and make you stronger. And so, 
we are saying a lot of things today <laughs> and you know what? Yeah. We're trusting that you fierce listeners are going to be discerning yeah. and you're going to be able to take the truth from what we said and not as prescriptive or, but more as descriptive or somehow approximating mm-hmm. what God has given us in this opportunity that we have in our intimate lives mm-hmm. as married, married couples. And so you'll have to parse through the various issues that you're facing, whether it's emotional, physical, you know, uh, spiritual things that you're working through. Yeah. And our, our hope is that this would just be one of those pathways yeah. that would continue to, you'll, you'll grow mm-hmm. alongside your communication, alongside your devotion to the Lord, mm-hmm. alongside your every other area of your marriage. Yeah. So anyway, we prayed this episode and, and last week's episode were helpful, truly, and not condemning in any way and not, you know, making you feel like you need to somehow rise to some artificial standard. The reality of, of it is this. God has given you a spouse. It is good. He's given you your marriage. It is good. He's given you sex. It is good. He's given you the order within which marriage is to flourish, which is headship and submission and the beautiful picture that is Mm -hmm. of the gospel Mm -hmm. within which to work this stuff out. And we pray that you do so with all of the the equipping and empowering from the Holy Spirit and the love that you have for one another. Mm -hmm. That sound all right? Yeah. Okay. And by the way, yeah, we're 20 years in and we're still figuring this stuff out. And um, I can tell you, it's it just gets better and better. So if you're young and married, keep going. If you're middle-aged and married, keep going. Yeah. It, and if you're old and married, way to go. Keep going. <laughs> um, old is relative, by the way. <laughs> As I'm silver foxing. I over love here. it. Love it. Okay, let's, uh, let's pray. Did I share the gospel? I was wondering if you were going to. I can't remember. So we'd like to do this at the end of every episode. Uh, present you with an opportunity to respond to the gospel. If you don't know who Jesus is, we want you to know him. And the way that you know him is by reading his word, getting in the fellowship with people, getting taught what it all means. Mm-hmm. So to learn the gospel, we recommend you find a Christian, a friend of yours, hopefully, you can go to them and say, who is Jesus? What does the gospel mm. tell me? I want to know who Jesus is. And the second way is you find a church that preaches out of the Bible, not just any church. There's a lot of churches, but they don't all preach out of the Bible. Mm-mm. So find one that preaches out of the Bible is faithful to what we would call Orthodox Protestant Christian Christian belief. Um, and the third thing we have for you is if you can't find either of those things, there is a church finder there too. Um, go to thenewsisgood.com. Mm-hmm. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the gift of marriage, the gift of intimacy. I pray that you'd help us to wield the gift and steward the gift, mm-hmm. steward our marriages well unto your glory and our good. We love you. It is in your son's name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for giving us your time. We pray this was edifying to you. If you want to partner with us, go to fiercemarriage.com slash partner. We would love that. Either way, we'd love to do this. We thank the Lord for the ability to do it. And so this episode of the Fierce Marriage Podcast is... In the can. And Lord willing, we will see you in about seven days. So until next time. Stay fierce. Thank you.